Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live downtown Las Vegas. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. One thing I wanted to update you on from the previous hour, we were going down touchdown props by quarterbacks this week. I think I was on the website for DK when they first popped them and I saw D, uh, Dak Prescott at over one and a half minus 110 and I wrote that down. I'm like, wait a second. It, it was corrected soon thereafter. It's minus 245 on Dak Prescott, which makes obviously way right. more sense than what I saw right away. Uh, Andy Gresh joins the program here to kick off this hour. You can catch him 10 until 2 with Christian Fourier on WEEI weekdays in Boston. Andy, thanks for the time today. How you doing? Hi, guys doing it's quite a week here in new england well and it's also supposed to be quite the uh, weather at least we thought um it's been called like a nor'easter now for a couple of days but is that going to be the case come kickoff and during the game against the jets so guys the latest that we have here is that you know and it started off as well it could be two inches or 20 and that's the way things are done here in new england i think they've narrowed it down to where Foxborough is likely to be in the area that gets six inches of snow or more. However, it's going to start on like late Saturday night and carry through to Sunday night. So it doesn't sound like it's going to be anything completely ridiculous, but both teams are trying to lose this game. I mean, you couldn't have two worse suck bag quarterbacks playing this week than these two teams that are desperately trying to not tip their hand that they want to lose, but they both want to lose. Why do the Patriots want to lose? Why doesn't Belichick want to go out a winner and beat them 16 in a row? Because they played so well down the stretch. 
Well, Paulie, I think that's kind of the conundrum for everyone here in New England is that you want to try to get as high a draft pick as you possibly uh-huh. can. But then there is the pride of Bill Belichick and him wanting to continue to beat the Jets. And, you know, the, the, the Jets have been the, uh, the nail to the hammer here in New England. And I admit, like, it's really conflicting. But I think a lot of people are more are siding more on the, hey, let's try to set up the organization for the future. And I'm not saying that everybody is out on Bill Belichick, don't get me wrong, but I think some of it might be the intoxication of thinking you're going to find your next quarterback at number one or number two. Which they already blew, though, because they beat Denver and Pittsburgh. So that bye-bye to get Williams or Maine. Well, I'll tell you, that Denver that Denver win was almost by accident, quite honestly. <laughs> and you're right. It, well, you know what? It did hurt them, but then, you know, look, look, look at the rest of the teams around them who have uh, had their own issues as well. And just as a quick aside, having strength of schedule is the number one uh, tiebreaker for the draft and not using head-to-head just doesn't seem to correlate with me, but that's another story for mm. another time. Yeah, that seems to make some sense. By the way, uh, as an aside, you, uh, as long as we brought it to the, the draft, if they're not in position to pick in the top two to get Williams or Drake May, would they consider Daniels from LSU the Heisman Trophy winner wherever they're going to pick? I don't think so, uh, Mitch. And a part of the read, look, I, I still think there's a pretty good chance that Bill Belichick is here next year. And the one thing that guy doesn't do is overdraft. And the first thing that would scream to me that the Patriots could be screwed is that if someone new comes in there and then they're like, well, we got to have a quarterback and, you know, we're just going to take one of these guys because we've already decided and pre- preordained to ourselves that we need the younger QB versus going on and getting a veteran. That would be a real red flag for me. I like Jaden Daniels, don't get me wrong, but he ain't the number two pick in the draft, I'll tell you that. I mean, if yeah, he is, I, I need my shoe. Yeah, right. So uh, how, how have things changed? Now, it's just one, a couple reports, but Ben Volan said there was a chance he was out if they lost in Germany and they didn't look like garbage. And then Tom Curran had to report that he's not coming back. What are the chances that Belichick will be the Patriots head coach next year? Honestly, Paulie, and I hate to put it, it sounds like I'm hedging, but it's really 50-50 because the, the part of the dynamic that people miss uh, nationally is who is making this decision? Robert Kraft is 82 years old. We know he's run this thing, but he ain't going to run it forever unless he's going to live to be 125 years old. And his son, Jonathan, has been the president of the team for such a long time that is this going to be Jonathan Kraft's call with Robert consulting versus Robert Kraft's call with Jonathan consulting. So I think there's that whole family dynamic that gets thrown into this as well. And I don't know necessarily if Jonathan Kraft and Bill Belichick would be exchanging Christmas cards. So the layers of complexity to this are really maddening in trying to figure it out. But, yeah, I mean, no, nobody's been right on it. I mean, yeah, it, 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 the reporting's been all over the place. And one of those people you brought up, I won't even mention, little tiny hands writing things like a little gremlin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so, you know, Brady hasn't been there now for a handful of years. We're getting more and more removed from the glory days here of uh, this organization and this team dominating the NFL and a bunch of players who were on the last Patriots Super Bowl winning team as well, long gone, right? So this, you know, the younger players that are on the team and Belichick is, you know, 45 years older than some of these guys. 
has it been has that Patriots way been lost on the new kids here in that locker room? Like, do they truly care? Like, if this is Bill Belichick's last game, do they care about sending him off with like this great swan song? I kind of think they do, Mitch, from the standpoint of they haven't quit. Like, you know, I watch you guys every morning or at least listen to a little bit of y'all every morning. And I heard you talking about, you know, the, the chargers when they just packed it in with Brandon Staley and everybody knew that Staley was going to be toast. They just kind of rolled over and were like, what are we going to play for this guy? You know, the Patriots are out playing games six, nothing for crying out loud. So even though the offense is grinding, the defense, which has more veterans on it, had been grinding and playing hard for this guy. They could have rolled over on Belichick early in the year, and they didn't. And, yep, there's the age gap, but there's – I'm just telling you, there's something to this guy. It's like Yoda. It's like, oh, my God, when he walks in a room, everybody stops. That's why I've been screaming that if he ends up leaving, I think he could get traded to Washington. A, new owner syndrome. They always want yeah. to make a big splash. And, B, Belichick is from that area – and when Dan Snyder would walk in the room to try to get financing for a stadium, they'd laugh him out of there. Imagine if Josh Harris walks in the room and there's Bill Belichick and everybody freezes for a moment. And then you're mesmerized staring at the guy because all he's ever said is stuff like Ron to Cincinnati will do what's best for the team. You hear him speak like a human being. You just gawk at him because you can't believe this guy has a personality. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Andy Gresh. You can follow him on X. He is at The Real Gresh. He hosts uh, Gresh and Fourier weekdays 10 until 2 on WEEI in Boston. So having said all that, and I know you said right away that because of the draft order, both teams would prefer to lose this game. But if they are fighting for Bill Belichick, this team has dominated the Jets. Belichick has had their number. It's 15 straight. Why is this point spread where it's at? It's below a field goal. Here at Circa, it's one and a half. I don't understand this. Mitch, I would say two things. The weather, you know, the, the, even sure. the weather people here still haven't kind of honed in on it. And come on, how do you evaluate fairly? If you're a handicapper, Bailey Zappi and Trevor Simeon, my God, I think if Malik Cunningham were still with New England, they might start him this week to try to make sure that they could like lose this game or put themselves in a position to lose. But what you bring up is the ultimate conundrum. Belichick hates the Jets like poison. Mm -hmm. He would rather not lose to them. And if it could be his last game, good Lord. I mean, it would be, it would be utter chaos. And that's among the many conundrums. Look, here's the things that I'm going through. Like as a fan, you know, when Tom Brady left after the 2019 season, we didn't know that that game against Tennessee was going to be kind of the last hurrah. And I think there are people in New England who are conflicted because it's like, oh, my God, Belichick hates Jets like poison. Of course, he's going to go out and try to beat him. And then there is the intoxication of high, having the highest pick that you can. I think they're going to try to play Bill. They're going to play hard for Bill either way. It really just comes down to, as my man Christian Fourier would say, can you suck just enough? That's all you got to do. Just be bad enough to lose the game. That's it. Three nothing, three to two, six nothing, whatever it is. Just be bad enough to find a way to lose this game because I, I think a lot of people in New England are much more focused on what's going to happen with the future versus, hey, does Bill get a win in, in what could be his last hurrah, which we don't even know if it's his last. Yeah. Hurrah. Also, I look back at the Jets' last game against the Browns when Joe Flacco, no, Flacco's been great, but at some point, and we've talked about this throughout the year, when an offense can get absolutely nothing going for a full season and you have a great defense, 
at some point does that team's defense just tap out on the year? And did that come against the Browns? And did that unit just say, I can't wait to get out of here? I, I think there's a lot of that. Like, we, we underestimate the human emotion that is involved, especially at the end of the year, right? Like, sure. think about it. How many, how many of these guys are going to have, uh, you know, whether the Jets fired up or they got those first-class tickets bought for Monday night to go fly to Bora Bora or whatever it is for a lot of these uh, dudes and teams to check out? Now, again, with Cleveland, they're playing in the playoffs. With New England and the Jets, you don't have to worry about it as much. Guys, one of the weirdest betting things, at least around here, that no one is talking about the betting angle of this game. It really feels, and look, Massachusetts, you guys have seen the numbers, top five in terms of the country, in terms of handle and all that kind of stuff. It feels like there would be more people interested in putting in futures bets on where Bill Belichick is going to land or what date he could be let go or traded versus people wanting to try to figure out whether the Patriots Hmm. can cover this game this weekend. Great stuff. Uh, again, follow him on X. He's at the Real Gresh, and he does 10 Intel 2 on WEEI with Christian Fourier in Boston. Andy, uh, pleasure as always. Thanks for the time. Love you guys, and hopefully someday soon we'll actually see my ugly mug not completely zoomed in like last time. And keep playing them dog videos, Paulie. I love them things. I'll All right, you thank you. Will do. Happy New Year. Yep. Okay. This is bad. I mean, it's, they're 2-23 and 23 against them since 2011. They beat them 18 and 19. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I'm with you at the points. Brad. One and a half points yeah. here. I mean, all right. We'll touch a little bit on uh, tonight's NBA card up next. We're looking at the highest total in the history of some sports books, and I'm unsure if it's high enough. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets, every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and who has the hot hand. That would be Matt Humans. Pro picks, betting, splits, power ratings, dog videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Wanted to point out one thing tonight in the NBA because we did bring this up on the air today to look forward to the overnight number last night. Hawks Pacers playing tonight. It's the highest total in the history of a DraftKings Sportsbook. It's also, which means it's the highest total in the history of every other sportsbook, not in Las Vegas, because since PASPA got shot down in 2018, there you go. Boom. It opened 264.5 last night. It's been bet down to 262.5. Yeah. Uh, can't do it. I can't bet under 262 and a half with these two teams. Nope. Not after no. what happened in the first one, no doubt. Also, Lakers at home against Memphis. Better get a win. And it is uh, troubling times for the Lakers right now. And you, Darvin Ham keeps tinkering with lineups. And now that report came out that the, the they're frustrated with Darvin Ham. I wonder who that came from. Oh. Reeves? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Reeves came back and yeah. said something the other day to contradict what he said. I, I I have a feeling uh, you know who reached out because oh. they didn't he didn't talk to the reporters after the game. Then suddenly the next day it was eh, a little upset, frustrated with what Ham's doing. Clippers also were in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. What a game that is, by the yes. way. Yes, Pelicans are hot, but the Clippers again have won eleven in a row when Kawhi has played. More on the Jets debacle. Twenty-one touchdowns, fewest since the two thousand twelve Chiefs, most penalized team in the league. Also all-time bad on third down this year. They're 26%. Yeah. I think they'd be the third worst since 2016. How bad they are on third down. And in spite of all this, the the last two years, though, Garrett Wilson is at 1,000 yards. Flacco, Strevler, Boyle, Zach Wilson, White. Look at the quarter. Simeon. And he's still at 1,000 yards. Incredible. The Jets also on the road. This current stretch going back to 2015 is one of the worst of all time. They are 24-42-4 ATS on the road since that time. Um, under 500 ATS on the road in seven of the last eight years. 1-5-1 one, one ATS this season. Again, we just had a guest on, Andy Gresh from WEI in Boston. Now, he was making a case like maybe the Patriots should lose for the draft pick. I, I understand that, but Belichick, to me, doesn't seem like a guy that's going to be playing for a draft pick no, he next said year. It. No, yeah, he's, always, not, he's a week-to-week guy. I just... And I, and I, they already blew it. They already blew it with the two wins. We'll talk to Adam Chernoff coming up in 45 minutes. I, why is it one and a half? Why mm-hmm. is this number one and a half? And if you looked at last week, Chernoff brought up a great point on his uh, podcast this week. And I just, I just asked Andy that question as well. The Jets' defense played really, really well the entire year. At some point, a defense will crack when the offense can give them no help whatsoever. I go back to that example of Jacksonville all the time. They were incredible on defense. Blake Bortles was a quarterback, and that defense put them in position to win almost every single game, but the offense was so bad, they could never score points. At one point late in the season after a loss, they gave away. The media was surrounding the locker room. And they, couldn't, they were not allowed in at that point. All they heard was screaming inside and players who were just irate and pissed off. Yeah. Like at some point, you're going to crack and you have... Well, it did wh- Thursday. They were horrible. That's what I'm saying. Like, does yeah. that play continue yeah. in weather? I get it. Can Zappi take advantage? He's had some moments. Yeah, I they, they, look, I mean, the Patriots have been playing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Yeah. 
I just go back to the fact that he's owned them, right? And then the history there with the Jets, too, and he always beats them. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Detroit game's tough. Detroit defense, 25th against the pass, 23rd in scoring. Minnesota, minus 10 turnover differential. 26 turnovers from the quarterback position this year with the Vikings. The ultimate what could have been season. Cousins doesn't get hurt. Ooh. Jefferson doesn't get hurt. How about if the backups just don't turn the ball over? They lost two games this year by two points and by five points where their quarterback threw four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Dobbs against Chicago and Mullins against Detroit. And we'll see how, how Campbell plays it, but I believe Campbell. And they'll go out there and win and try to get this one and get to 12-5 and five and an outside chance. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Maybe the Cowboys embarrassed themselves. So, and, and it still ticked off what happened with the debacle Saturday night and Brad Allen. So that's a tough one. But again, Minnesota did it to themselves with all these silly turnovers. They are 12-3-1 and one to the under this year in the first quarter, Minnesota. How about the money going back and forth this week on this game? I know, right. Up, uh, down, back, three and a half. Sure. I know. Up to six. Market said too that's high. Right. All the way down to three Yep. at one point. So where are you at with the Jacksonville game? Big things, who's going to play quarterback? But that's, they've had another. Issue. Here's the thing, yeah. right? Betting week 18 can be pretty tricky. This is another game where I told myself the whole time, I think you and I are butting heads on this one. I wanted to absolutely bet the Titans for many reasons. Um, I don't think this Jacksonville team is very good. I don't care about last week. Carolina is one of the worst we've seen in many, many years, potentially. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville could be without Trevor Lawrence. And again, Rabel said this week, Losing, bleeping sucks. You know that he's the rah-rah type of coach. He comes from the Belichick tree. He doesn't want to lose this game. Tannehill's last go around here in Tennessee. And I think the players are going to be fired up going back. Again, they were kept out of the playoffs last year by Jacksonville. Here we go. Fast forward a full year. Payback. Could be, you know, revenge. Call it what you want. And uh, I regret not betting it now, but I just... That's, that's the, the perils of betting week 18. You don't know what's going to happen sometimes with, with these numbers. I'll take Tennessee if it's C.J. Beathard. But um, you're, you're getting a lot of guys back, and we'll see if it's Lawrence and then how he's feeling, and he's banged up. It was 34-14 to 14 Jacksonville. They buried him in the first meeting. And don't forget, Tennessee this year, pretty good at home. Lost a couple of games in overtime. They have a winning record at home, in fact, on the season. If I bet, And Vrabel is really, really good as an underdog. I still could go with plus three and a half and maybe take a little bit on Tennessee on the money line. Yep. Stop. It's big for Peterson, though. I mean, the division's on the line. You got to get this one. And with the eight and three start, come on. It's, it's a great Sunday, though, with four divisions up in the air. Jacksonville still in with a loss if Pittsburgh and Denver lose. How nuts is that? Still could happen. ESPN gives them an 83% chance to make the playoffs. The Bills, 93. Get the hell out of here. 93%. That's outrageous. Absolutely, right? right. So still a chance for Jacksonville if they get beat. So you like the quote there from from Vrabel. We mentioned what Zach Taylor said. How about this one? Kyle Shanahan, I expect both teams to go vanilla. We could play each other in two weeks. Okay. I'll agree with that one. And it's Darnold against Wentz. Okay, so... But why is, why is San Francisco potentially here going to play some of their starters not named Purdy or McCaffrey? Because he doesn't want to give them 19, day, 20 days off? Yeah. Right? That's the thought? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then if they do, and Shanahan decides, you know what, yeah, the starters are going to go for a quarter, maybe a half here in this game, and on the flip side, it's going to be Wentz and Puka Nakua, and that's it? Oh, well, and, hold on now. Puka, it, Puka, only until he gets 30 yards, that's and exactly he's coming where, out. That's where I was going with it. He needs four catches and 30 yards for the records. And so that could be something like, Devontae Adams has 98 catches this year. 
do they try to pepper him with targets right away to get to 100 and pull him out of the game? That's the same thing probably with Puka Nakua. Get the record. We'll target him as often as we can here early on in the game. And once he gets those rookie records, bam, he's on the bench. Mm-hmm. And yet, so then, then this could be Carson Wentz and backups against San Francisco's maybe starters here. That's right, yeah. And they're laying three in the first half. There's actually a, a two and a half out there. Right. Yeah, that's a good call in the first half. I'm with you there. I'm not so sure. I think Adams, they'll play Adams. I think they want this game. That they, you know, Crosby came out. They want Pierce to get this job. And they've beat, the, they beat Denver seven in a row. John Murray gave yeah, it out I, too. I, Ness, John Murray's been unbelievable this year from the Westgate. He's fourteen and three. Uh, tip his, of the cap to John. Yeah, his He's, pick on Nesson was Sammy P was uh, the Raiders. Great job by Sammy and John doing that every single week. And John Murray started off. I forget it now, but I, I watched the videos every and single one week. Or something? He was like, I think he was nine or ten and zero. Yeah. I'm just picking one game one. in the NFL on a Thursday night or Friday whenever they record that. Yeah, I like the Raiders and I like the under. I, I know it's, yeah. it mean a lot to De- Denver. hasn't had a winning season since 2016, as I mentioned as well. And if they lose, that would be, an, what is it now? It would be seven straight years with the win total under as well. Nuts. Yep. How about Atlanta, New Orleans? Atlanta won the first one, 21-15. 24-15, excuse me. Heine- Heineke's got an ankle injury now. Mm-hmm. Art Smith has to go. He's got to go after this game. How many coaches are going to get the uh, axe in the NFC Good South? Good question. They're 26th in points per game. With all these weapons, come on. It's the biggest indictment of art and this easy schedule that they played, and they're in this position. They can't even have a winning record. Do you trust the Saints, though? A little Atlanta money here. Saints Saints can get in here. It's still the wild card. Now, does Tampa lose? That's one thing. But if New Orleans wins, the Packers lose, and Seattle loses, Saints are your seven seed. Three at home. Would you take Michael Penix in the draft if you're the Falcons? Oh, there's a lot of things I could do. Would you take Dan? I mean, I could I get? I, could I get Fields? Could I get? Would I go Penix? I mean, that's boy, I, that's a tough call. I saw chatter on X yesterday that, uh, in fact, it was Benjamin Albright who said people that he's talking to, he gets the feeling that Jaden Daniels is thought of as a better prospect than Drake May right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's why I brought that question up, to Andy Gresh. About Daniels, I, I think that's there. way too high, though. I mean, he was great at LSU. What if we go back the, to Arizona yeah. State? And I, I'm not, I'm not in love with May though either. So. And then so Penix, if he's on the board in the top 10, like uh-huh. he can... All right, uh, we'll talk some props this week. Gilles Gallant's going to join us. We'll go over some anytime touchdown props next here on VEASAN. Great New Year special. Get VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st, only $79. Daily best bets, betting splits, premium analysis 24 7 video and all the guides march madness right around the corner don't miss out limited time offer vsun.com slash subscribe get it today through may 1st only 79 dollars we'll talk some uh, props for week 18 here as uh, Gilles gallant joins the program now he does a great job for action network and also his uh show on youtube is called the touchdown show with anytime touchdown props and int props as well Gilles, it's great to have you back on the show today how are you Mitch, Pauly, appreciate you having me back. It's week 18, so uh, yeah, I'm just ready to kind of, I don't want to say I'm happy that the season is coming to a conclusion, but I'm just, I'm really getting ready for playoffs, so I'm just 
excited to see how these matchups unfold. And uh, yeah, with the way that the uh, playoff picture is, you almost need to need a, like a, a Venn diagram to kind of figure no out kidding. who's what. And, you know, so uh, yeah, I'm just kind of happy that we're at uh, week 18 and there's some props that are standing out despite the fact that we're, there's a few games this week that uh, I, I can't imagine many starters will play. Sure. So before we get into those, I uh, did a great job on Twitter, by the way, you're at G dog, 5,000 D a W G 5,000 on X. And I, on the air last week, I was trying to uh, tell people not to include, for those who like to do the same game parlays or the anytime touchdown parlays for a single week, I said, don't put in Christian McCaffrey. He was, mm-hmm. you know, we saw the first number was minus 450, and then another national book made a minus $9. And I pointed out, like, in the history of the biggest numbers I've ever seen, I go back to Jonathan Taylor a few years ago, final week yep. against Jacksonville. He was minus 440. He didn't score. I saw one book had Tony Pollard this in, in what was, quote, an easy matchup. He was minus $5, didn't score. A lot of times when it looks that easy, it's not. But you track this the entire time with McCaffrey. He's been a touchdown machine, Jill. But what do you have on him if you've bet him every game to score a TD overall? Sure, yeah. So, I mean... Over the time that he has been with San Francisco, he's obviously been very consistent. <laughs> you know, he's had touchdowns in 13 to 16 games this year, touchdowns in eight of 11 games with San Francisco last season. But if you had bet one unit on him uh, for every game that he has played this season, you'd only be up about 2.2 units in profit. Uh, last year, it would have been about 2.96 units in profit. And that was mainly because of that first game against the Rams that he had played um, after the Chiefs game where he was getting acclimated. He scored two touchdowns out of that game. He was around plus 120. He hasn't been plus odds since. Um, but uh, essentially around five units in profit is what you would be if you had bet him for every game <laughs> that he has been with the 49ers. And so he's got average anytime touchdown odds around minus 220 this year. But for me, I find that I just find that to be not a waste of time. Like, obviously, I would tell anybody, if you feel comfortable about laying that kind of juice and you have that kind of stake, again, Christian McCaffrey is a very solid touchdown bet, but the touchdown bets are volatile inherently because Mm -hmm. of the injury risk and because of blowout factor, right? So you could essentially bet the same amount of money on his teammate, Kyle Juszczyk, since the start of last year, and you would actually be up to nine units in profit over two-year period instead of around five. And clearly nobody is taking uh, Kyle Juszczyk <laughs> over Christian McCaffrey, right? So uh, I, I just wanted to kind of point that out, but that there are other players, on, even just on their own team, that you could find better value on in the anytime touchdown market in a given week. So again, I don't want to knock anybody for taking Christian McCaffrey. I, I just want people to understand the context and the full scope of what they're doing before they bet something that's around minus three fifty. Okay, very good. Huge doubleheader tomorrow. Playoff implications. What do you think? Uh, what do you have on the two games tomorrow? Sure, yeah. So for the Ravens-Steelers one, uh, Paulie, this one is a little more difficult to pick a touchdown uh, because you know that one side, even though they say they're going to try, they're not going to try. Like, they're not starting any of their starters on the Baltimore side. Uh, And if they do, it's going to be maybe one, two series similar to, like, a preseason. But I think if you're going to bet a touchdown score in Ravens-Steelers, you should just look at Tyler Huntley because you know that he's going to start. You know that he's going to play pretty much all the snaps. He's not a terrible quarterback, and he has actually pretty Pretty good running ability with his legs. He's around plus 450 to score. I think the main thing, too, is that even though he does have two touchdowns this year with six completions, both of those were in garbage time. I don't trust him throwing the ball. And I mean, for any Ravens fan, I mean, cover your ears. Last time we saw Huntley, 
in a meaningful game. I mean, he was an inch away from scoring, and then it was the fumble six against Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and, and now the Steelers, again, they're top six in DVOA versus the pass. So um, this just feels like 17 points max. Like, again, it's still an AFC North matchup. I think people want to, I think you still need to pump the brakes on whether we're going to see a lot of scoring. Even when all starters played, it was a 16 to 10 game earlier in the year. So I think on the Steelers side, the, the, the trepidation I have is, when you're trying to pick a touchdown scorer on this team, it always seems to be the other guy. Like if you take Jalen Warren and you feel like it's a great matchup for him, Najee Harris is in the doghouse. Oh, here he comes with two touchdowns. Then you actually take like uh, Deontay Johnson. Great connection with Mitch Trubisky. Then now Mason Rudolph is in at quarterback. It looks like him and George Pickens have, are being harmonious now with like over 250 yards receiving in two games. So I would just say that if you're going to take it, you just have to accept the fact that you could likely be wrong and it's the other guy's week. So that's what I would say with Ravens Steelers is look at Tyler Huntley and probably George Pickens is who I would look at for the Steelers. Okay. okay. Should be low scoring. Uh, I think the night game going to be high scoring, and it was in the first meeting. Anything with Houston and Indy? Yeah, I think immediately you got to look at Dalton Schultz. Now, I'm not going to be talking about the incentives and the receptions and stuff like that. I think that's going to be already baked into this. But Schultz around plus 250 to score is just a good matchup play because the Colts, they're bottom 10 in targets, catches, and yards to tight ends this season. But they've only allowed three touchdowns, and that's a little bit of touchdown luck because when you look at who they have played, it, it just kind of works out that way. But two of those three touchdowns have been scored over the last four games. And then also Schultz, it's got 14 red zone looks this year. That's fifth overall for tight ends in the NFL. Five touchdowns. All of his touchdowns have been scored indoors. And the other angle I would consider actually is C.J. Stroud, around 8-1 to one to score a touchdown. Now, he is... Um, not he has three rushing touchdowns this year, but Indy bottom five and rushing touchdowns allowed and six of those two quarterbacks. So in a do or die game, like I think back to that Georgia game in the semifinal where everybody came in thinking about how Stroud, he doesn't run enough. And, you know, he was exerting himself against a defense that had a lot of NFL players. Right. So uh, I just think CJ Stroud around an eight to one in a game like this where he does have that kind of athleticism. I would look at him for even just a sprinkle, like a quarter unit play. So Dalton Schultz and CJ Stroud is who I like in this Texans Colts game from a Colts perspective, any game involving Gardner Minshew is just chaotic. I, I think if you're <laughs> going to be trying to pick uh, touchdown scores, it's just too difficult uh, as far as finding value. So if you could find a player on the Colts, like maybe Michael Pittman, if you feel fine with that at plus 175, go for it. But I'm just going to stick to the Texans okay. side on this one. Jill, what are you what are you thinking for the Sunday night, the marquee game of, of the weekend here? Bills, Dolphins, um, Josh Allen has, oh, now it's, it's dried up here, last four games, regular season for him this season. But against the Dolphins specifically, he has really done a great job and owned them in his career. Yeah, absolutely. And I think from a passing perspective, we have to look at Gabe Davis again because he's around plus 280 to score guys. And the one thing about Gabe Davis is he's been consistently inconsistent for most of the year. Uh, but the one thing that has been consistent is how he fares versus zone coverage. Now, Davis has been way more effective versus zone coverage than he has versus man coverage. And when you look at every team that he has scored against this season, it was all zone heavy defenses, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Jaguars, the Raiders, all heavy zone rates. Another team that plays zone a lot, though, 
is the Dolphins, a team that he scored on in week three. So uh, Gabe Davis, I think, is going to be need to be used, especially if there's a position where maybe they're even trailing. Now, I will say Stephon Diggs, I do like him as well around plus 165. But at the same time, if you're going to give me plus 280 for Gabe Davis, who has seven touchdowns this year in this passing offense, I'm going to take it. So Gabe Davis at plus 280 in the Sunday night football matchup against the Dolphins is who I like to score. Okay, in about 90 seconds here, you also track interception props. Usually guys who are plus money, but uh, did anybody a tricky week? I get it. But has anybody caught your eye so far? Sure. Yeah, it's a barren of backup quarterbacks this week. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with Geno Smith to throw an interception against the Cardinals. Now, it's around plus 130. He's only got two picks over the last five games, but he should have had one last week against the Steelers. They dropped one there. But uh, Gino uh, pressured on 26% of his dropbacks. That's the fifth highest rate in the NFL. Uh, so teams are getting pressure into his face. And the Garden- Cardinals defense, they're pretty feisty. They play zone at the fifth highest rate in the NFL. Well, Gino has actually thrown more interceptions versus zone this year than he has against man coverage. And the Cardinals, since Kyler has come back, They've been feisty. Uh, they yep. forced an interception in five of the last seven games. He threw an interception versus the Cardinals earlier earlier in the season. So uh, I think Geno Smith at plus 130, I expected odds around plus 110. So if you're going to give me plus 130 at this spot, I will take it. Very good. How can viewers of this show find your touchdown show every single week, Jill? Sure, yeah. So on the Action Network YouTube channel, you can check out the Touchdown Show every week on Sundays. Also, next week, we're going to be all uh, gathering in uh, New Jersey for Wild Card Weekend. We're going to have a big watch party for the playoffs. That's in Hoboken. You can go right to my Twitter account and find uh, that information to attend. But uh, yeah, Touchdown Show every week at 1130 a.m. Eastern. Check out it all and uh, see you on Sunday. Very cool. And he's on X at GDog5000 again. Thanks, man. Pleasure talking to you again. Cheers, gentlemen. Have a great weekend. We'll get more into the card coming up next, including specific numbers here. More on Bill Belichick that are incredible next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. New customers bet $5, pocket 150 in bonus bets instantly. Great NBA card tonight with the huge total with Atlanta and Indiana. Get the league pass rest of the season. Download the app, promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Yeah, one more thing I wanted to point out about the uh, Patriots game this week against the Jets. Belichick, last 20 years, when the total is set at a specific number. So when the total is at 40 or below, like it is this week, the Patriots and Bill Belichick are 38-15-2 ATS. That's 71.7%. Mm. So just bogged down, defensive-minded games. Not a lot's going to happen. He's, you know, unbelievable defensively. That's when he wins out. Yeah, it has all the makings of a Belichick special. Right. Number one, he owns them. Number two, go out with a win. Go out on a high out. Number three, it's going to be awful. I mean, people keep sending the emails and tweets about the snowstorm. And how bad it's going to be. So you have to come up with creativity like he did in the Monday night game in Buffalo when they threw like two passes and won the game. He's going to meet with Kraft after the game Monday. I, would, uh, I wouldn't bring him back. Belichick hasn't re-signed a player he drafted in the first three rounds since 2013. Who are you going to get to replace him? Don't know. But it's been awful and ugly since uh, Brady the, left. How but, about this for a conversation? Uh-huh. Bill, you could remain our head coach, but we're going to bring in a GM to help you out. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to go, though. Uh, probably not well. Right. Well, they go variable. Uh, I know they love mail. I don't know about that. But certainly, I'm going to have to clean house with the, uh, with the whole staff. Well, and here's what he's up against now. During their reign, this certainly helped out Belichick and Tom Brady. The other three teams in that division stunk magically for 20 years. Right. It's yeah, completely that helped flipped. a lot. Yep. Imagine if Rodgers doesn't get hurt this year. So... You have that going against him as well. Uh, Green Bay and Chicago. Now, when you want to talk about ownage, I can't even, like the Bears rarely beat Green Bay. But when it comes to betting on this stuff against the spread, the last 20 years, Chicago is 12, 29, and 1 ATS against Green Bay. That's 29 and 3. They are 8 and 20 with one push ATS against their division since 2019. The struggle is real. Yeah. It's been going on for a long, long time. I actually think it ends this week, though. I like the Bears. Um, Green Bay is a very small town. It's like a population of 100,000. Village, Mandarich. Basically, it. yeah. Here's Justin Fields, Bears quarterback, talking about going to Green Bay this weekend. Um, you know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in and, uh, you know, hopefully – have a great game and get the double on Sunday. So. Wait, so, Paul, in like our radio history, broadcasting history of like traveling to Super Bowls, talking to former at whatever, we've asked, you know, former Green Bay players, what is there to do in that city? Their, their response is, I don't know, maybe go to Best Buy? Yeah. So th- he's not wrong. He's spot on. But again, I just, I've liked the Bears all week long. I was hoping for three and a half. I'm going to have to take the three. 
All right, Green Bay's beat them nine in a row. Can the Bears go over their win total and close with a 5-1 and one record? They are 2-10 and 10 straight up last 12 on the road. They are 0-6 when tied or trailing entering the fourth quarter. Could Fields bring them back? I, what, what love am I going to get? Is Alexander playing? You know, what, what are they going to do with Watson, who mm-hmm. could be back? I mean, there's so much. And then Jones got nicked up a little bit. They looked great last week, but then again, Minnesota was awful, and O'Connell made that horrible decision to start Hall. It's been an up-and-down roller coaster season for Green Bay. But for Chicago to, to close strong and, and, and ruin their season, just like Detroit did last year, and finally end this losing streak, that'd be something. And then they, they want to bring Fields back, and and uh, have, the defense has been so good. That's the thing. Sure. It hasn't been Fields. The defense has been unbelievable since the sweat trade. And you remember the Monday night game I referenced. They won 12-10. They took the ball away right. four times from Dobbs. So. I, will, I will say both of these teams moving forward in the next year, there's a lot of hope for both of them. The I'll Bears, give you that. The Bears with the draft. Who knows yeah. what they're going to do with Fields. And all things considered, I know, again, they've been up and down. They've been, say whatever word you want about Green Bay. You said schizophrenic earlier this year. You don't know what you're going to get. Jordan Love has 31 touchdown passes. So the year that he put together in totality was better than Aaron Rodgers, and I don't even think it was really that close. I mean, he's going to blow away some of his numbers. And when you think about some of the guys that they've taken in the draft in recent years, like the last two years, Reed's a touchdown monster has been so far, has double-digit scores. Oh, he's very good. Very like, good first touchdown of the game guy, too. No kidding. Dobbs has been very, you know, I like him. Uh-huh. And they're doing this without Watson, who on paper is like, or on film, is like the best guy overall, most talented of, of the bunch. So if the if the defense can get corrected a little bit here, and uh, they get rid of Joe Barry, this team's going to be scary, I think, moving forward. Uh-huh. And now, by the way, you know, the people in charge of the front office here who made that comment about Jordan Love and they were spot on, like we're going to have to let it play out and see what Love has over the next eight weeks of the season. Like moving forward, he's going to have to be the guy. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, we he was playing so poorly for a long stretch to begin this season. We did not think that was going to be the case. We said you're probably going to have to look at a quarterback in the draft this year for Green Bay. <laughs> Absolutely. That's totally flipped it now. Yep. Uh, full marks to him. I had that one wrong. Um, by the way, the Minnesota parlay to get in the playoffs pays 38-1 to 1 if you want to get nuts. So who gets that seven seed or even the six? Green Bay can get the six if the Rams lose. Remember, right. they beat them. So, and then and New Orleans not out of this as well. And then you have Seattle, Arizona. Seattle's beat Arizona four in a row. Six straight teams have rushed for at least a buck 35 against Seattle. What's Connor going to do? Joke how bad they've been defensively. Well, Arizona's on a horrible run, though, ATS in the division. And we'll see what Geno Smith we get. But again, I, I think I have an idea. As the, the guys only played well in two games this year, they should be able to score. I like it over. But this one is, um, this is tough about who's going to get that final playoff spot in the NFC when it's all said and done well, on Sunday. Paulie, this is how bad it's been. They're 1-13 in 13 ATS that's against their own division. Thank you. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. And, oh, uh, my God. They haven't won or covered a home game against the NFC West since November of 2022, and that was against the Rams. But again, current form, are the Seahawks, I'll ask the question again, are the Seahawks truly three points better on the road than the Cardinals? Do they deserve to be favored in this game right now, current form, with how both these teams have been playing. No. I'm not so sure that... No. Yep, and three points, I had to take Arizona. Yep. I And I, I will admit that I did a little bit of that, hoping to win both bets, because I have the Seahawks win total over eight and a half. 
So hopefully they can win a game 22 to 20 here. But that, w- that won't happen, I'm guessing. So You ran down the numbers earlier with Driscoll. Blaine Gabbert making his first start since 2018. You want to go with with Stick? Okay, be my guess. But this total has crashed as well. This total now 35 in this game in the Chargers, 3.5. KC, minus 11 turnover differential this year. Yikes. 14-1 and one to the under in the fourth quarter. 13-2 and two to the under in the second half. Gift that keeps on giving. I can't get there with the Chargers, though. Yeah, I'm with you. Philly, minus 7 turnover differential this year. Thir- you mentioned this all week. 13-2 and two last 15 against the Giants. Giants 28th overall in defense, 28th in scoring. C- game completely changed when they put Taylor in there on Christmas, uh-huh. and they should have beat the Rams last week. 5-11 and 11 against 11-5, and five, and the Eagles here need this to go over the win total, even though they started 10-1, of one, a 10 and 1, and they've lost 4-5. or five. This has been ugly. And it, good point, too, about you got to be scoreboard watching. And what happens... If it's 14-0, 21-0 Dallas early on against Washington, money what does Sirianni on, do? Yeah, money on Philadelphia yesterday. They are up to six. Yeah, and that's, the you know, I think with uh, many of these games, when we do in-pocket plays, I've added another first-half bet. Um, maybe that might be the best approach for some of this stuff. Almost like a preseason game, obviously, in some of these uh, matchups. But I'm looking at Philadelphia now lane three and a half in the yep. first half, or you can find a three minus 120 potentially out there as well. I cannot sit, guys, here. I have to close strong and at least have a good showing. I've been so bad for two months. If I, I got I to gotta go for it. I got to get on the same page with A.J. Brown. Yeah. I got to have a good game out of Hurts. I have to look at least average defensively. What a joke last week. You blow the division to Arizona? Oh, the- You're up, what, 17-3 to three in that game? That's terrible. We're going on a month now where based on the results, the numbers overall, anything that you want to look at defensively, they are one of, if not the worst defenses in the entire league. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it's been. So when we saw that I mean, come to a head, I mean, that game in the box score was not even close. They allowed 450 yards of offense. They had fewer than 300 on their own. And by the way, this is why you also have to play your starters. You imagine the regret that you have if you don't, and all of a sudden you look up and it's 10 nothing commanders in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. No, that's a long shot. I get that. But you, you got it. You got it. Then Not this season. For, hey, yeah, Look at right. Survivor. Look what's happened since Thanksgiving. Yep, absolutely. Sirianni's going to go back. Oh, man, what could have been? Huh? Cowboys lost it outright. I didn't play my guys. Giants got us. That's the same thing if I'm Campbell and the Lions. Same thing. You never know. Oh, Gallup, for sure. Yeah, same thing. Right, right, right. But you play, uh, are they the early game? But, uh, yeah, Mike, yeah. yeah, you're the early game, too. Yeah. Detroit's got to play people. All right, so we'll go over the entire card with our friend Adam Chernoff coming up next here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.